Good afternoon, everyone, and welcome to Keys to the Game. This is our second show of the 2023 season, and I'm your host, Gary Lester. I'll be joined momentarily by head football coach Newsom. In our shows up before the season starts, we've been covering the preseason. Last week, we talked a lot about the offseason and the traveling road show and the recruiting and the transfer portal and also some of the picks for the WASP on the all-division, mountain division team. This week, we're going to concentrate a lot more on the preseason practices and just how they're going. There used to be an old saying when I was playing football in that preseason coach that you had to be putting the hay in the barn, and I hope you all are doing just that, and welcome to the program. Well, thank you. Coach, now you've been through over half of your uh, preseason practices. You're less than two weeks away from your date with Concord over at Athens, West Virginia on Saturday the 2nd at 1 o'clock. And by the way, Josh Floyd and myself will be carrying the game for WEHC. And we hope that everyone who does not make it to Concord will join us on the radio. But it's, it is a really short trip over there, so I'm hoping we have a good crowd. I'm, I'm thinking we will. You know, our, we travel so well. We've got a, a great alumni base. And uh, hopefully we can outdraw Concord and we can outdraw Bluefield State. Absolutely. It's a, it's about a 90-mile trip over there, folks, so we hope that we'll see a big crowd over there. Well, Coach, let's talk about the preseason practices, and let's start with your offense because, um, I, you know, you've had some two, I thought, really good scrimmages. You had a, a second one yesterday morning I thought was better than the first one. I'm not sure how you guys evaluated on the film, but what are some of the good things that you're seeing happening on your offense that are bright spots that you want to see carry right into the – season well we've got a couple replacements uh you know on the offensive line and i think uh i think they've they've really done well up to this point and uh so i'm excited about that um i'm excited about uh our running back room you know jaquan anderson uh did scrimmage yesterday but he, he, along with Justin Long, and then we have Malik Kennedy, a, a transfer that's that's coming in. That uh, you know, we we feel good about the running back room right now. And, and Micah English had a had a good. Micah is a great zone runner. He, mm. You know, it's it's he shows patience, and that's what you have to do. And uh, we really, I mean, we're going to use him a lot this year, and and. Uh, he he had a really good scrimmage yesterday, and uh, that that helped helped him out tremendously. And uh, so uh, I I feel good about that room right now to have four and and four guys that we feel like are ready to play. Hmm. What about your receiving core? I mean, they, they I know there was you ended that scrimmage on a beautiful uh, touchdown pass from uh, Charles Mutter to the name of the receiver Cam Abshire. Yeah, and uh, he he's probably been the biggest surprise of camp, and they told us this summer that uh, Coach Arney, our strength coach, said uh, uh, his, using his terms, he was a freakish a- athlete, and uh, you know he's he he can run. He's six three. Uh, he's had a great camp. Uh, Anthony Smith has had a good camp. He's running faster than he did he got off to a slow start because of an achilles and uh, but he's 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 shown signs here jaquez bailey transfer from gardner webb who was not eligible last year has had a good camp and uh, 
feel good. And then, you know, then the slots, you know, we, we, we've, we've got Cam Peoples who I, I think is dynamic. And, uh, yeah. you know, he's, he's a special guy. And uh, he, on special teams and at the slot receiver position, we've got to create ways to get him the football, and uh, we we realize that. And then River Carter is uh, an older guy now mm-hmm. that's uh, that's had a had a great camp and uh, knows exactly what to do. And you know he's not just a possession guy; he can he can make big plays too. So. You know, across the board, I know I'm leaving, you know, a bunch of them out, but we well, feel really good about that room and where we are, and uh, so that's that's been a positive for us. Yeah, and, and Anthony Smith, you mentioned him. If he hadn't bobbled that ball down the end zone before he stepped out of bounds, he would have uh, had six on his scorecard. So, uh, Coach, what about RPO offense? How are you feeling about, is that going well uh, preseason for you? The 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 rhythm and the reads and the uh, all yeah, that? you know, I, I think uh, you know if 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 we want to go tempo, you know, we we we're gonna go RPO, and uh, you know, if we're gonna move around a bunch and and do some motions and shifts, uh, I, you know, I I don't know exactly what this offense is gonna be yet going mm. in and. Uh, I feel like we we can do the RPO and up tempo, but I feel like we can motion and shift and uh, run jet sweep stuff and and, oh, okay. and have an offense off of that too. So, but we're we're still going to major in RPO. I yeah. mean that's who we are and that's what we are. But you don't always major an RPO when you're moving and shifting because of no, you, you don't know where they're at. Right, right. You can't. <laughs> and really. where they're going to end up. So, but I think that adds something to our offense. So, mm-hmm. I'd, you know, I'd like for us to, that's what I've uh, talked to Coach Beecraft and Coach Hunter about is, you know, let's, uh, you know, let's, let's be, you know, what we are. And then let's be what we are with some motions and shifts, and and you know get their eyes off the play. So that you know that's kind of that what what we're working towards. Well, I think that, I, and I've seen you all do some of that in your in some of your drills and scrimmages, and it certainly opens up the field. I mean, you have to defend the whole field when you have somebody like Cam Peoples and he's doing a jet sweep. If you don't honor that. You're 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 going to be in trouble. Yeah, and, and and there's no question about it. And uh, he, you know, what what you're trying to do is get the linebackers' eyes off of hey, they're lined up in this, they're going to do this, this is getting ready to happen, and all of a sudden you've got a you've got a jet motion with a guy that can take it to the house, and then the ball's going out the other way, and uh, and those yeah. type of things. That's that has become college football's misdirection, yeah. and I mean that's that's what we'll use that as as our misdirection, and uh, so well, I'm excited about the plan. And I think that's important because I I feel like this league has got some outstanding athletes in their linebacker core. I mean we've been we were blessed with Ivan Phillips last year, but there's you know the the guy down at Mars Hill that's coming back, and I know I think the guy at Wingate transferred but th- there's some really talented linebackers and so if you can't get them moving and shifting or get them their eyes looking around you're they're right. gonna, 
And what <laughs> one of the big differences is those guys in front of those linebackers too. <laughs> well, <laughs> they're yeah. really good too. Yeah. So we want them going in the wrong direction. But we, what you said was correct. We want to get the linebackers' eyes off of it so they can't be downhill racers. Uh, I remember uh, Bud Foster saying that to his guys: "I'll be a downhill racer." And, uh, you know, read your key and, you know, here I come. And uh, so we, that's, that's what we're trying to do to kind of cover up some things. Well, let's, let's jump on the other side of that question about uh, how things are going and what are some areas of concern that you have or areas you think that need to be worked on or, or corrected. Um, you got 10 practices basically before Concord. So wh- what are the areas that you want to see really concentrate on in the next uh, two well, I'd like weeks. to see us uh, throw and catch a little bit better than we have. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, we've got two quarterbacks that I trust either one of them. You know, Charles has got a great arm, and Kyle's a seasoned guy. And, you know, we got two quarterbacks that can play, you know, for about anybody. And uh, then we've got a really good receiving core. And uh, – our tight end situation's good. We've got the two back from a year ago. And um, I just want us to, it, you know, one time a quarterback may overthrow and the next time it's a drop, you know. And and uh, I, I think we've got plenty of talent at both positions. And in the next two weeks, I'd like to see us really like a, a look like a big-time college program throwing and catching the football. And I, I think we'll be dangerous if we can do that because I think we've got some backs. I think, you know, I think we're, you know, we've got an offensive line that's going to uh, compete in this league versus the defensive lines that we play. And uh, so throwing and catching is, uh, I know that sounds kind of generic, mm-hmm. but uh, it, it's important and that's what we need to improve on. And uh, up front, you've got you got a massive offensive line and, and uh, a couple of good-sized tight ends. Any concerns up there that you have see that Coach Josh Wellenhofer, as he works towards that opening date with Concord, that you'd like to see him address? Or No, I just think it'll be experience with those guys. And mm-hmm. we've got two non-conference games. We've got two new starting offensive guards, and they're taking over for, you know uh, – Two guys that played a lot of football here. Yeah, Parker Coe and and Preston Robertson. Yeah, and you know that's that's the really the two we lost. Yeah, and uh, they are very very. We we're, Noah Sage and and uh, Deshaun Sharp are the two replacements, and they are uh, plenty talented. Just haven't been out there when the bullets are flying, <laughs> and um, I, I know they'll be fine. And uh, that's why these scrimmages are important and uh, them getting used to, you know, playing real-life football. And, you know, we we try to do as much 11-on-11 football Mm -hmm. as we can. You know, everybody's going to drill and do drills and do – but – I'm old school. You get better when you play eleven on eleven. Yeah, you know, and that's that's just who I am. I've been doing this for a long time, and uh, I like drills. And I like, you know, I, when I was coaching the offensive line at Virginia Tech, they said, uh, "When are we going to block that sled?" Well, we're going <laughs> to block it in the spring, 
because we. But if we play in the fall, we play University of Sled. We'll block it in the in the fall. But you know those guys move. <laughs> That's right. So in the spring, we'll we'll use it to teach. But during the season, we don't play University of Sled. So uh, we're not going to block it quite as much. Well, let me ask you another question. It's kind of similar to that one, though, but it's a little bit different. It's it's what are the, you know what are is there, are there any things that you were had hoped to see in this preseason practice that you haven't seen yet, and you really would like to see it come out? I mean, I'm talking about things that uh, you know may, the team gelling the way that they, that they they should, or just anything that you haven't seen that you really want to see in the next. You know, my biggest concern going in, because our summer was not the best summer that I thought we should have had, and uh, I don't mind saying that. We we had guys here in summer school that we paid for summer school, and it wasn't a, a great summer because we didn't know where the leadership was coming from. And, uh, you know, that's, that's a big concern. Uh, I felt like... Uh, Today we we stepped in the right direction. Some seniors asked me if uh, if they could have a players only meeting, and uh, I think that shows leadership. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, so my biggest concern is our leaders because you know we we we've got like five seniors on the team. Yeah, you're very young, and usually it's a senior leading the team. So. It, you know that's that's something you're concerned with, and uh, because you know last year I thought that's what we had. You know we had the Parker Coes and Preston Robertsons and Grayson Overstreets and, and Ivan, Ivan Phil. Phillips and yeah. and Don Don Penix. Yeah, I mean there's Jalen there's, Crimes. Jalen Crimes. They're just no better. Yeah. You know we had a we had a ton of great senior leadership from guys that had been in the program and sweated together and, and done the right things. And so it, it wasn't an issue. And, you know, this year it, it's we've got less than that, and so we'll, we'll see. But, you know, good teams have great leadership. Mm-hmm. So hopefully they had a good meeting today and, you know, everybody's on the same page and so – that's that's what I'm pulling for. And leadership, it's that's not something you can get by blocking the sled or running eleven on eleven. You just the formula for having that leadership, and you had great leadership last year. Is, you know, I don't know what that formula is, and it just kind of has to happen. Well, the the leadership, I th- I think there's two types of leaders. One, let's take Don Don. He does everything 100 miles an hour. Doesn't ever take a snap off. And if he says something to the team, they know nobody on the team has outworked him. Mm. So it's important. Yeah, it, It's important for them to hear. Ivan, you know, he's going to be vocal about yeah. it. Don Don's not. But they're still both great leaders, Yeah, you know, of, of teammates. And uh, so there's, you know, there's different, different ways of, of doing it. And, uh, I thought they were they were all special at it, and uh, so we, we we're gonna work through it. And I think I think we've got some guys that care more about the team than they do themselves. And I mean that's that's what a leader yeah. is, and that's what a team is. You know, it a is. team is. Hey, I care about the guy sitting beside me than I do if I get five catches, mm. and that's that's hard, but uh, it's it's the way of the world. 
We're about halfway through our program, so uh, let, Coach, let's shift gears here to your defense and that same three questions. Um, what are some of the things you're you're liking about your defense right now that you see that are happening out there, or some of the bright spots? Andre Crawley is a transfer from uh, Wagner, and he's been off the charts good. And, and he uh, plays he, he plays defensive tackle, mm. and uh, I mean he's he's special. I didn't think we could replace Don Don, and uh, I I think we have, and uh, he's. You know he's he's trying to be a leader, but he has not been out there, and he wants to be a leader, and we're we're gonna let him be a leader. But you know he's got to kind of pay his dues, and uh, but he he's he's had a great great camp, and then Caleb Lundy from uh, Norfolk State couldn't play last year, loves to play football, and uh, you know he's gonna graduate from Emory. He's uh, He's uh, he does everything you ask of him. Spring was a learning process, and now he can play fast. And he's a linebacker for us, mm-hmm. and, and he flies around. He flashes on the field, and uh, and he he's been a great leader. He he really has. So, and then you know in in the back end we've got a couple older guys that have played back there. You know, I I really think our, our defense is playing faster than they have in the past because they, you know, they they understand it and they can play fast. And uh, that's the whole key to playing defensive football, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. You know, if it's real complicated, it, you know, it slows their feet down because they're yeah. thinking. But right now, we're able to play fast because I think they understand what's going on. Well, yeah, when you lose uh, Jalen Crimes and uh, Ivan Phillips and Don Don Penix, it's like losing your short, shortstop, second baseman, and center fielder. You got, I mean, the guts of your team. Yeah, you got and, another one in there, too, with Swag. Uh, yeah, Jay Swag. <laughs> He's first base. But I, th- I think you've got some people that have stepped up, and, and it looks to me, I, th- I agree with you, I think the defense is faster. I thought they – no one won scrimmage last Saturday, but if I had to say who showed, you know, the most improvement or the who looked the best, I thought it was the defense. I don't know about this past week, but uh, but but yeah, the defense is just yeah, it's, it's it's been it's it's been good to see, and uh, hopefully it carries over to our first game. And uh, but they've they've really really had good camps mm-hmm. and. Uh, you know, there's been days where the offense has been really good in in camp, and there's been days where the defense has been really good. But the scrimmages, I would say for the most part, the defense is a little ahead of the offense. I think that's uh, got to do with throwing and catching. Yeah. And um, I, I think we're we're going to improve in that area in the next two weeks. Well, what are some things in that defense that you feel like that uh, Coach Buzzo and his staff? Uh, Mitchell Walters, and uh, you have the new defensive line coach who is Devin Woodson. Yeah, what are you? Uh, what are Darren some thi- Pascal. And Darren Pascal is your new cornerbacks uh, coach. What What are some things you need? You want to see them working on over the next ten days? And I know you're going to start prepping for Concord probably what next week. It'll be Wednesday. Wednesday, and that's what we do. Week and a half. Okay. You know, we've got a Tuesday practice, and then uh, and then we start on them on Wednesday always getting a week and a half uh, yeah. before your first opponent. 
So where, where do you think some areas that, that Coach Buzzo and his staff need to concentrate on between now and Concord? Well, we can't give up the deep ball. We've given up that a couple times. Mm. And, and, you know, big plays, you know, win games. Yeah. Turnovers, win games. There's been a couple uh, days it's been too many big plays, mm-hmm. you know, in practice. You know, somebody going wide open down the field and – other other than that, uh, you know the scrimmages they, they had hadn't happened as much, uh, but but that's that's what you've got to got to eliminate is the big plays, and uh, I, I think they're going they're really concerned with with that. But we've got guys in that back end that have all played, mm-hmm. and uh, you know they're I, I think they're all really talented. So uh, I'm looking forward to watch them play. Well, now there's two areas I wanted to ask you about, uh, and, and when we're talking about things that you uh, that 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 I would like to see, uh, or I'd I'd like to see everybody would like to see, but what you'd like to see. Last year, our passing game we we gave up uh, 220 almost 227 yards per game, and which we were way down in the ranks of the sack and that's and I thought we had a better secondary than that and and I don't know if that is anything to do with the talent back there but is that an area of concern that you all are coming in well I think I think we've mixed in a little more zone Mm. with uh with 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 our man concepts we can still jump into man and uh I think we played more man than we wanted to and uh, I think we'll continue to play some, but I don't think we'll live and die by it. Yeah. And uh, you know, you know, there's a lot that goes into that. Whether you've got a running quarterback and you need to keep a linebacker in the box to, right. to you know, and and you need to play man because of that. Da da da. So, uh, but anyway, we I, we understand that. The and we've gotten better at zone coverage, yeah. and uh, but we understand that there's a time and a place for man coverage. Yeah. Well, and if you take out the, the Tusculum and uh, Limestone games, I mean we got torched on both those uh, big big. You talk about big plays; they hit big plays on us, and uh, those those kind of were, you know, extremes to what we usually average. So, what about sacks? One day about sacks. Last year we did not. Do very we we really had never got very many sacks last year. Uh, you know, I'd like to improve in that area. No, no <laughs> I mean, question. That's a, uh, yeah, Captain Obvious. Oh question. yeah, but the, but that I mean that wins and loses football games. Yeah, it uh, does. You know, for both teams, and uh, you know, we we didn't get home very much, and I think sacks has a lot to do with uh, the amount of defensive linemen you have, because that's the one position. That plays more than anybody. Mm. You know, when when I first started in college football, I was a defensive line coach, and we were going to go four plays. And then once you went four, you're coming out. Yeah, because the next guy can play faster than you can. After four. After four. Now we 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 kind of rotated it to where those two would come out and. They'd get a rest, and then the next two would go in, and mm. they'd, they'd get a rest after that. So they went five. But, you know, it's it's a position that, you know, and our, our drop-off was significant at the defensive line position. Mm. 
So we, Good we point. played people when they were tired, and you're not getting a sack no. when you're tired. If you're not, you can't. It's hard to chase down some of these quarterbacks. Yeah, and now league. you know with with tempo football and. You know, back in the day when I started coaching, everybody was read defense. They were almost in a frog stance. Somebody come to reach them, and they they widen with them and couldn't get reached. And now it's at a more of an attack. So you're running. Mm. I mean, you're you are running the whole time. So it's you know it's a different game, and uh, you know you've got to have a lot of defensive linemen. That's why you know the Alabamas and the Georgias of the world are mm-hmm. who they are. Yeah, they they bring in four that were just like the other. Oh four. yeah, here comes four more. <laughs> yeah. Well, what? Let's jump real quick. What What do you think? Some things that Coach Buzzo and his staff need to really, you'd like to see them start doing that you haven't seen much of uh, before Concord. So I'm, kind of a well, similar question. Yeah, but, but uh, you know, just uh, to, to change. I mean, I, everything's an install. So the install is still until Tuesday. We're still installing. Oh. So it's Tuesday will be the last install for offense and defense, Mm -hmm. whether it be reverses on offense or whether it be prevent on defense. And so then it's focus on stopping Concord. Right. So it's hard to say what, what we need to do right now because our install finishes at. I guess that's practice 16. Mm. You know, we've been here like as long as the Redskins have. Yeah, (laughs) August 1st. Yeah. Well, and so for our listeners, when you say install, you're talking about installing certain packages of defense. or And and offense. uh, And offense and and putting those packages in so that when game time comes, kind of pull them off the shelf and say, this is what we're going to do. Yeah, as they say, that's your toolbox. And, you know, and – so we we've um, we'll finish complete install Tuesday on both sides of the ball, okay. And then we'll go into Concord on Wednesday, and so you know, I mean the biggest thing is you know Concord is can throw it all over the yard. I mean the the quarterbacks, you know, one of the tops in the country, mm-hmm. and uh, you know they they scored. Uh, about 40 points a game, you know, 38-9 or 39-8 or whatever it was. Yeah, and they have Jared Booty back, and we're going to talk about Concord next yeah. week, but he was a Super Region 1 finalist in the Harlan Hill Award. Yeah. And then they got Thurlow Wilkins back at running back. Zero and four, or, or whoever they, their yeah. numbers are. Uh, they beat Frostburg State, who beat Notre Dame, uh, and they just barely missed the playoffs, and they got a lot of stuff back. Real quick, man, we're, we're running out of time, but uh, – how are you feeling about your special teams? Mitchell Walters does a great job. And uh, I feel really good about our specialist. You know, I, I think Ethan Muncy is as good a punter as there is in this league. And uh, I think he's an all-conference kind of guy. Uh, I think Brian uh, Whirl is a great long snapper. Mm-hmm. And, uh, oh, yeah. And uh, – and then our two place kickers, uh, I feel good about both of them. They, 
they've been a little inconsistent in practice, but I, I feel good about them going into the season. And you have Butcher. He's by, he's by the kid. Yeah, Trace is, Trace is, is back from and, and Chula, is, Georgia. Yeah, he's a good he's a good player also. So I feel good about those guys. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we've invested in it, and uh, I think it'll pay dividends. You know, you mm-hmm. you, you better invest in it. Yeah, and you, when you say invest, you're talking about you, I'm talking you've about gone out and recruited them, yeah, yeah, and paid them to get yeah. here, and yeah, yeah, and that's uh, I, I think we've done well in that, and uh, I think it'll pay dividends because this league is one of those leagues that, you know, we're gonna have some games. It's gonna come down. Yeah, we had them last year. Well, yeah, you, you know, it's gonna come down to a field goal. It's gonna come down to a block punt. It's gonna come down to a you know, whatever, or pinning them back deep on a punt, or Cam Peoples running one back, yeah. or, you know, that's 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 critical in yeah. this league because, I mean, there are some teams that have a little better talent than others. I get that. But overall, it's even if they have better than you, you got a chance mm-hmm. if you take care of business with the turnovers and the special teams. Yeah. And I am, I'm not analytical. I'm, I'm going to punt when we're backed up. Yeah. yeah. You and I are past the analytical stage. <laughs> well, coach, that's going to do it for us. Uh, I really appreciate you coming in today and uh, you know, we'll be back next week. Josh Floyd's going to join us here in the studio. So it'll be him asking you some questions. We're going to double team you and uh, Josh Floyd, our play by play announcer, here on WEHC, and and we'll be at the game in Athens. So, Coach, thanks so much for coming in. Good luck next two weeks from now, and uh, we'll see you uh, next week. Gary, thanks for everything you do, and being an Emory guy, that's important to me, and thank you. Well, you're welcome. Folks, thank you for listening, and so long.